Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening. It's six o'clock, it's Friday night. You know what that means, folks. The Lil Show is about to start. We're going to get our improv on in magnificent fashion this week. We've got fantastic guests. We've got Luke Sorber and Suki Webster from The Vault joining us, along with co-host Alex Silverwright and special guest Luke Valvona. What? I don't know either. Um, coming up right after this by our house band from halfway across the world, That Handsome Devil. This is The Cops. See you in a minute, folks. <laughs> Somewhere in the county jail, it dawns on you. Your freedom don't belong to you. The Little Show. The Little Show. London Improv Live. I mean, live. The Little Show. I mean, live, people. Welcome back to another episode. Episode 24 of The Little Show. Very, very exciting. That's pretty much half a year, isn't it, Alex Sivright? Where does time go? Time goes. It goes yeah, well, in, thanks for that. Yeah, that's where time goes. Thank is you. it linear or is it a disc? Um, what did Stephen Hawking say? Uh, I don't know. I, you, I, I could do a bad impression of him there. He said that time doesn't go anywhere. It is everywhere already. Thank you, Stephen. Your episode isn't until next week. I don't know what you're doing here. Do you mind seeing yourself out? We've got other guests to see. I'll get the door for him. Out you go, Stephen. Sorry, it takes him a while to get out. I think he's gone. Is he gone? He's gone now. He's right, gone. Okay. Um, <laughs> what a week it's been, Alex. A beautiful week. Sunshine, happy, bit of rain, but that was like cleansing. I got soaked. So it wasn't amazing for me, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed getting wet at that point. It was um, <laughs> it was the one day I didn't bring a hoodie or anything. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, I just Oh, you were in your regular shorts and t-shirts I was outfit. in regular short and t-shirt outfit. I love it. He's like, you meet, you meet Alex after work. He's coming to meet you straight after work. And I'm expecting him to wear a jacket, hold a briefcase. Some, he's just in shorts and t-shirt. <laughs> My job is not that important to wear a, sh- a suit and... But anything. do you not need to take anything to work with you at all, ever? No, not really. It's all there. I don't really need to take yeah. anything at all. Sometimes I take a bag, it's but it's just... a phone, isn't it? Exactly. That's it. You don't take, like, your own snacks? You're so boring, man. You don't just carry, like, trinkets with you. Stuff that tells a story. If you look through my bag, there's a hundred things in it, and I'm never without my bag. I have a thimble. Oh. Is Alex a, actually a rough sleeper? You've not been introduced yet. I don't uh, see why uh. you're talking. <laughs> Um, There's hierarchy here. Be careful. (laughs) Maybe you should introduce your guests. Okay, let's introduce our guests. Um, And of course, in order to do that, we need some professional sounding backing music. (laughs) 
in the studio here this week is uh, from the vault, Luke Sorber. Good evening, sir. I'm not speaking. Come on. Come on. Because I've been introduced. Yes. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. It's lovely here. It's pretty... um, Talal, it's lovely. It's grassroots is what it is. It's it's earthly. Mm. It's snug and comfy. I'm glad you like it, man. You're enjoying that sofa, I can tell. Mm. You'll be wanting to take it home at the end of the show. There's a bit more room now that the... Stevens left. Yeah, he did take up a lot. All that paraphernalia. (laughs) It's such an ordeal. Like it was such a hassle. Like his rider next week is ridiculous, and the amount of space we need to make for him. It's it's a lot to ask, and for him to come this week as well, and just to watch. He just wanted to watch and see what. So we can't handle it. I've I've got too much to deal with, Stephen. Anyway, Luke, um, just to get the listeners accustomed to your voice, I have a very serious question for you, Mm -hmm. if you don't mind. Mm -hmm. If you were to fall into a pit of wet cement. Yep. And you knew you were going to drown. Mm. What position would you take so that when you're dug up hundreds of years later, they'll find you? And uh, Oh, just a moment. You yeah, so what position would you take if you fell into a pit of wet cement? I'd probably, I'd, I'd raise my arms. I've got very big hands mm-hmm. in the hope that my middle finger might actually stick out a little bit and that would be how they'd find me. Oh, nice. Because I'm defiant. Yeah. Not rude. I'm uh, not rude. It's more like a defiant middle finger. Or uh, a middle than, finger would be nice. Nothing vulgar. So I'm gonna die, but up yours to the yeah, thing that fate, killed me. Destiny yeah. or whichever brickies. <laughs> I like or it. Or the cement <laughs> that I fell in. Up yours, brickies. Uh, thank you very much for coming, Luke. It's a pleasure to have you, man. Thank you. I hope you enjoy the show today. And sitting next to him is the wonderful, beautiful, fantastic Suki Webster. Hello. Can I have more backing music? Because I really like that. I've never had my own backing track before. I'm bouncing on this sofa to that. <laughs> That's lovely. I like that. That's a good question for you, Suki. So, yeah. you're, you're, if you had a backing track for your life, okay, I want a song for when you're happy, song for when you're sad and a song for when you're getting shit done what would be your three choices okay well uh when i'm happy i think i would uh, hey i'll go for a bit of disco i'll go for um hot chocolate i believe in miracles Ooh, sexy, that's pretty positive it's isn't pretty, it yeah it's quite raunchy as well yes okay i can raunch out okay I um <laughs> so for when i'm sad i think i'll have a little bit of debussy Ooh. debussy on the piano Okay. Don't know which one because I'm not that intellectual to know which one. But you know the well, style. You're doing better than me because I use Debussy. Um, <laughs> he's uh, very good at all pianos. It, it wouldn't it wouldn't make any difference. No. Is that Gary Debussy? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm lost. Okay, sad song done. And sad so song done. What about done. when you're getting shit done? Getting shit done. I might have that. Boom. That's the kind Vince of Garaldi uh, theme from Peanuts, Charlie Brown. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, I could live with that. That's right, and what kind of done. stuff are you getting done? Um, it's your big achievement. I'm, What's going to you going to leave I'm your walking, mark? I'm walking, man. I walk to <laughs> that. Just walk. I just go. <laughs> I just go where I want to go. You'd, you'd get there really quickly, I think, with yeah, that music. Yeah, you would. Exactly. There'd be no pauses. You'd no. just be straight there. Out yes. of my way. <laughs> and also joining us in the studio is Luke Valvona. Hello. You're here as a guest this week. Yeah. You're not I'm co-host. Demoted. <laughs> <laughs> just for the week. Yeah. You're just filling a seat, really. Mm-hmm. Nice to. Oh. Yay, I'm walking. Quiet, please. 
No, you, can't, you can't talk during the in- intro. You, bur- you get some on me every week. You can't <laughs> oh, do really? that. Yeah, oh, guys. Now you can talk. Yeah, you're walking. Okay, sorry. Lu- uh, Suki's walking. Yeah. Um, uh, Luke, so you get to have a, a question thrown at you too. Ooh, question okay. time. Uh, no, nah, I didn't think of one. <laughs> um, like I ever do. All right. Um, okay. Here's a question. Seeing as we're yeah. not going to talk about um, Charles Pepet today or see him or yeah. anything, where do you see Charles Pepet in ten years' time? Like, what do you want him to gain? Like, do you feel attached to this character? Um, our devoted listeners will know what we're talking about here. But Charles Pepet is Luke's continuous character from Epic Saga. Yeah. Uh, do you are you attached to this guy? Do you like him? Do you want him to win or do you want him yeah. to lose? Yeah. He's well. He's, he's basically Batman without a costume, isn't he? Yeah. And. <laughs> You know, yeah. I'd, isn't, I'd, isn't that Bruce Wayne? Well, yeah, kind of. Costume. Yeah, it, <laughs> except, except some would argue that Bruce Wayne is Batman's costume. The the Batman is the true identity, and wow. Bruce Wayne wears the mask. No, that's that's baloney uh, because that's the one thing about <laughs> Superman that makes him different. Yeah. Superman, his costume is. Um, the song is so short. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, Superman's costume is Clark Kent. You're all over the place, Luke. I don't know why I've got you here. Um, Sorry, okay. and I apologise for Thank that you for backing coming music in, man. being short. Thank you for coming in. Uh, I love you, Luke, and um, I'm glad you're here. That's enough of that. Um, what are we going to do now, guys? I'll give you three guesses. How do we start this show? I believe it's a blues jam, is it yeah. not? Yes. It's time to ask our honourable guests... Um, so I was in House of Parliament earlier, so I'm saying, my right honourable guests, um, what's been getting you... <laughs> what were you doing there, really? by the way? I was at there, I was watching a screening of a very, very wonderful... Thank you for the opportunity to plug this film. That's all right. I was at a film screening for a movie called A Syrian Love Story. Mm. And it's a very human, like, microscopic look at the refugee crisis. It's about one family, in particular the husband and wife, and their love story. They were both political prisoners, and they met in prison through a hole in a wall. <laughs> And they end up getting married, having kids, and um, I don't want to ruin the story, but it's not... Tell out. you said they met through a hole in the wall. Is it like that movie Ant-Man, where <laughs> they became really, really small? They both met in the met hole. Met in the hole, but <laughs> then became full size. Quite the opposite, actually, because she was... No, her, quite... her soul was trapped in a cash machine. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, quite the opposite, because she was actually swollen up from all the torture and beatings she was having. So she was actually quite much bigger than she was. Uh, but thanks for making a joke out of that, Luke. <laughs> 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 I'm joking. But he would like go through the hole, be like, hello. And she'd go, hello. How are you? I'm fine. And then they just started this back and forth. And when, they, when he got released from prison, he waited for years for her to come out. And she got out. And then after they got married, she went back to prison for like a couple of years and missed her infant child growing up. Beautiful wow. film. Actually, really funny film as well and um, touching and very human. And because there's, you know, these refugees are treated like a mass, like a, a swarm. And people are forgetting that they they have individual stories and they're all human beings. Man. Is it on general release soon? It will be in the cinemas, um, I think, I next, think opens, next week. I think it opens this week, this weekend. Oh, you've I heard about it? I think I, I saw it in the paper. I read a review in The Guardian, gave it five stars. Yeah, there's yeah. Oscar buzz about so everything. It does sound It's directed awesome, by Sean yeah. McAllister. He spent five years mm. making this film with his wow. family. And you see mm. the little boy grow up. Um, and it's, re- it's, it's amazing. It's really, really nice. Yeah, people think this is all such recent news, mm. the refugees. But refugees have been leaving Syria for years. Um, mm. It's yeah, um, a serial love story. I heavily recommend it. And if you can't catch it in cinemas this month, it will be on BBC next month. Oh, um, mm. 
and around festivals and stuff. However, I want to ask my guests, uh, Suki and Luke, and Luke, um, if you have anything that's been getting you down this week at all. Well, do you know, when you played my walking music, yeah. it suddenly made me think of what really gets me down, which is people weaving across the pavement and walking really incredibly slowly, <laughs> but somehow taking up the whole pavement. Yeah. If you're going to walk slowly, move to the side. Yeah. Have some consideration. Exactly. A little bit of courtesy. You were at Fringe, right, in Edinburgh? Oh, yeah. And that was a big complaint there because people, about 1.5 million people uh, swarm the city like a a bunch of cockroaches. And um, uh, a lot of them aren't from big cities, so they don't know how to behave in a city. And when they want to look at their map, they'll just stop dead in the middle of the pavement, open up this huge map, and they don't know to move to a side. Yeah. Because they're used to being in a... Or they walk three, four abreast. And you can't get around. Oh, that's the worst. Well, they come from the countryside where, because you're in a field, you can have a a life-size map. So I've seen them roll out maps that are actually one-to-one scale. (laughs) So you could have a map the size of Edinburgh. Just like a Sabutio pitch that's had the white lines erased. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. And that is annoying. It's very annoying. Suki's right. Yeah. Wonderful. So uncouth pavement behaviour. Yes. Uh, Unconsiderate, inconsiderate. We should write an etiquette book to do with pavement behaviour. Uh-huh. Chewing gum, that's another pavement issue. Mm. And this, what, spitting it on the pavement? Spitting it on the... uh, I have no problem with people chewing gum. I have no problem with them chewing gum. Let's just make that clear. I've got a bit of a problem... Gum chewers of the world. No, hang on. I've I've got a little bit of a problem with people chewing gum. Only certain people. And they know who they are. It's those ones where you're selling someone on the train and they go... Yes. Yeah. Oh God! I just or want to slap them. If you have a congenital clicky jaw, keep your gum yeah. chewing to yourself. Yeah. Mm. Just yeah. do it at home. I've got a selective. Joke. I've got a selective clicking jaw. It's only when I eat baguettes. It's a bit weird. <laughs> it's a bit weird. Is your jaw racist? Yeah, yeah. I've got, got a racist it's, jaw. Yeah, it's a French type jaw. I think it's baguettes and onions. Oh, it's a French jaw. So it's the opposite of racist. It's just so happy to be eating its national food. Probably. Your jaw is French. Did you have a jaw transplant? No. Okay. (laughs) Nice, Alex. (laughs) Selective clicking. Okay, so what should we name our blues, huh? The something blues. The the what blues? The impolite pavement walking blues. The impolite Impolite pavement walking blues. We're going to start with Luke Valvona. He's also going to play the uke for this. My harmonica. I'll just show the listeners why I'm not playing the harmonica today. This is me trying to do a blues on the harmonica. So as you can tell, that first note isn't quite there, and without that note, there is no the blues. The first note me. is the most important it note. Is, yeah. It's like a musical Darth Vader. I want to do a blues about that. Mm. Um, so we're going to go round robin, starting with Luke. Oh, we, okay. Uh, yeah. I like how he's holding his ukulele there. Well, there's uh, only one microphone. <laughs> take it away, Mr. Valvona. Well, I had a problem. Where I was out walking Yes, I had quite a problem problem, I think you know about what I'm talking He talks like you're older now (laughs) See, uh, I was stuck behind somebody going really slow It was Stephen Hawking Oh, snap! (laughs) (laughs) Well, I had a a day out and it rained Look at the raindrops fall 
I was trying to get somewhere and I thought I'd better use the train. Well, this woman, she stood outside, gave and dry, and she's all in the way of all the people. <laughs> she won't move. Well, baby, I got somewhere to go. So stop weaving about on your phone and walking slow. Pick it up, slow coach. Cause I got a schedule, time to keep. And baby, your slow walking just makes me weep. Well, it's really nice to be here, just jamming with my uh, my friends. And I'm going to tell you about my experience um, weaving in that old London roads. Oh, it's got me down. It gets so crowded here in old London town. This is what I do well. I take the tourist and I would domesticate her. Oh, yes, I would. Please keep moving. Do not stand still on the left-hand side of the escalator. It's a place for people to pass. Don't just stand there scratching your ass. Let's all do a ooh solo. Mind the gap. Oh God, she's going to open that umbrella. Well, I go walking in the street. And then I'm thinking, what the fuck? Yeah, sorry about my language, baby. Cause my two feet, they're suddenly stuck now. Oh, that's stuck. That man in front of me, Chuck is gone on the floor. And if I could run, I'd run and punch him in his bloody boat house, y'all. You better stop throwing your gum. You better stop throwing your gum down. Cause baby, I'm gonna frown, frown, frown. You better stop throwing your gum. You better stop throwing your gum down. Cause I'm gonna pound, pound, pound your crown. And if you keep throwing that gum, I'm gonna scrape it up and watch you eat it down. Fantastic! Are we feeling warm? We're feeling mm. warm. I've, Ooh, got a, yeah. I've got tingles running through me. Oh, you little oh. devil. Uh, Alex, you got that little news story loaded up on your phone? Oh, I haven't, mate. No, I tried to do that, but I got distracted by news issues. But I've got uh, it here. You can read it off. For, like, you guys want to swap seats? Yeah, let's It's see. time for our first official improv portion of the show. Musical a chairs. little thing we call Newsish, baby. That's right, this is the time of the show where we get a news story from the news and then we read that news story from the news and then we talk about that news story from the news and then we do some improv based on what we talked about and read on that news story on the news. What was that? Just me being excited. (laughs) 
Okay. Excited for okay, this. Okay, fine, fine. So uh, Alex has dug this out um, from the Independent. Um, tell us what story this is, Alex. Well, I'll go with the headline. Um, Mystery surrounds shrine left in Nottingham Street featuring milk, sugar, photo and half a brick. I'm just going to show our guests the picture of the shrine. This There's the shrine out. there ah. in Nottingham. Hey, there's a whole pavement theme so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pavement. yeah, it was, it was. Oh, God. Don't, so, play, don't play Adele chasing pavements in the playlist. I don't, I don't listen to Adele. No, that's not going to happen. Good, okay. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> this is the story. A bizarre shrine featuring a brick, a pint of milk, and a vintage photograph has appeared on the streets of Nottingham for apparently no reason. The unusual scene was discovered by local man Paul Yeomans, who took a photo on it, of it on Wednesday afternoon. The shrine is made up of a pint of milk, half a brick, an open bag of sugar, and an old picture of a woman. It's gold frame propped up by two more bricks. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it could, uh, it could well be litter, but it seems too artfully arranged to be that. Perhaps in, it's in memory of a loved one who enjoyed baking and bricks. Maybe it's something altogether more sinister. Whatever the explanation, Nottingham residents would do well to keep an eye out for the enigmatic shrine... Builder in the future. So yeah, this bizarre. Yeah, would, basically, I'm not. Sure, I'm, up, I'm not even sure it's a news story. To be honest, it's like someone has just put a load of crap outside their house. And <laughs> I don't know if it wasn't. If the photo wasn't there, you wouldn't think anything well, about well, it, would you? I, I, I have a theory. Uh, it's not so much outside someone's house. That is someone's house, <laughs> uh, and that's why there's a brick. Yeah. But it looks to me like they might have started building it before the crash in 2008, when all the <laughs> ah. development stopped. And they didn't, and that's probably as far as they got. So they probably. And what about the, the picture? Oh, that was a photo. So the milk and sugar was for tea for the builders. They love a cup of tea. Yeah, like it's their fuel, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and the sad, the sad tragedy is yes. they've lost their kettle. Oh. See, uh, yeah, the so kettle. We need to feel sympathy for this. Person. Maybe the kettle was part of the shrine and it was stolen. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So what, what do you make of the picture? If, the, if your theory is correct, mm. Luke. Why, what is this picture? Was that going to be built into the porch maybe, of the house? Maybe the picture was the first thing that they brought over to move into the house, to go on yep. top of the um, <laughs> the mantelpiece that never got made. Yeah. <laughs> you think the two bricks it's leaning on were going to be the mantelpiece? I was just going to say, like, one of my old science teachers had a what he called it was a pet brick, and it was it was called Arthur, Arthur Brick, and that was his joke. I can't remember what it was. Was it half a brick? Well, yeah, I can't. I can't remember what he it had was a to science do. Teacher. I can't remember what it had to do with anything now, but I just remember that joke. Maybe, maybe it was better than Arthur Gerbil that he had before that. Maybe. But <laughs> um, <laughs> I do have another theory though, because uh, it could be like a sort of code, uh, some coded message to someone. Because what I've noticed is, I mean, you said this yourself, Tal Albert, or, or was it Alex baking? Because you bake bricks in the article. You bake bricks in a kiln, don't you? Uh, ah. and, and, and sugar, milk. That goes, Suki, help me out here. You watch Bake Off, don't you? Yes, I watch Bake Off uh, as every well. week. Oh, I, I watch it yeah, sugar, every milk. week. <laughs> um, yeah, sugar milk. They, no, yeah. yeah, sugar and milk is used in baking. Yeah, yeah I, well, I don't know. Even I know. So, that, do you think this I'm is like <laughs> spy stuff? Do you think some mm. spies are trying to give other spies a message? Yeah, they're trying to say, "Have a cup of tea." <laughs> Calm down. Don't jump to conclusions. Yeah. Don't, you know. So there must have been look at some my browsing history. Have a cup of tea. Think there, about my. There must have been a mission happening in Nottingham. 
Oh, a spy mission. Have a cup of tea. Look at this picture of a woman. And they rendezvous at this point every every Tuesday to see if there's a new message for them or something. Oh, so and they have how? To decode it. Yeah, it might be where you put the uh, bag of sugar and the milk in relation to the picture. <gasps> oh, is a whole code. Yes, but now you've said now you've said Nottingham. Uh, you've reminded me that uh, Nottingham is very common uh, area for dogging. Yeah. So <laughs> this code mm. it might not be spying at all. No. It might what be my car. Is, is, is it just like refreshments? <laughs> is, it re- is it refreshments? Is it, <laughs> is it like the equivalent of, of the tie on the doorknob, but for people who don't have doorknobs? <laughs> yeah, just the, out of frame, there's a bush and it's shaking. It's got so we're... convoluted over time. It's like it was, it was tie on a doorknob. Now it's gone down to sugar, milk and All right, we cut to, we cut to um, MI5, one of their meeting rooms in MI5. And... Um, Gentlemen, gather round. Yes, boss. Operation Aunt Martha in Nottingham isn't going quite so well. Any explanations, boys? Well, it's it's obvious, isn't it, really, when you look at it? I mean, it's just people aren't understanding what's going on. Mm. Yes, it's a very confusing uh, mission. We know that. We are aware of that. That's why I've said the best there. Now, um... I've called you all back here because I've seen very little progress. Um, you haven't sent me any reports on how dogging has infiltrated the um, public sphere of Nottingham and how social discourse has been affected. And um, Well, I think it's common knowledge that dogging is rife in Nottingham. Yes, that's why you're there. Yes. You, 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 okay. That's why I moved there. We're having, we're having trouble. Yes, uh, Agent 7. Uh, thank you. Um, P. Um, we're having uh, we're having trouble getting informants to. Uh, they call me Mr. P. <laughs> thank, thank you, Mr. P. Thank you, Agent Seven or Mr. Parker. Ah! Oh no! Oh, no! Get him, boys! <laughs> oh, no, Kill him! Get him up! Put him away! Bring in his clone. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Hello, I'm clone of Agent Seven. Hello, <laughs> Agent Seven Point Two. Yes, I'll be me. Now, I was saying we're having difficulty getting informants, mm-hmm. but I have Mrs. Gladys Nobleworth in the corridor, and she's prepared to talk about her habits. Come in, Gladys. Hello. Hmm. Yes. Have you uh, done all the uh, uh, the necessary security measures to make sure Gladys doesn't know the I've location? I've her several times. Yes. <laughs> yes, we all had a go on her. Mm. Oh, stop it. Good boys. Well done. Ask her what it means when the sugar bag is put to the right of the picture. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, Doris. Yes. Sugar bag on the right of the picture. Mm-hmm. How does that differ from it on the left? Oh, I had a feeling you were going to ask me that. Uh, okay. Well, she's a smart one. On on the left, it means tea in five minutes. Uh, yes, one lump or two. <laughs> 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 On the right, it means, quick, run away, the police are coming. Oh, so your job is to supply the dogging people with their refreshments. Yes. During their dogging breaks. That's right. And um, so you've set up this elaborate code with the 
sugar and uh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. very, yes. very interesting, Doris. It's very quick acting code. It's visual. It's quicker than than sound. So one of because the we all know light travels faster than sound. That's true, and sugar travels as fast as your light. Sir, sir, oh. sir. <sighs> yes, that's not Gladys' funny name. She's a double agent. She's a Russian. Reveal yourself. Expose yourself. Is this true, Doris? We'll not have a Russian in this establishment. Oh, oh, you've got me. Yes, yes, it is I, Vladimir. Oh, I think we're coming to a conclusion with this case, boys. It looks like dogging was an an infection brought over by the Russians to to ruin Nottingham's status. Actually, it was a clever plan to to put more sugar on the streets of Nottingham. You Russians and your sugar spoiling street spoiling activities. I am bored of it. Can I do something about this, P, Mr. P? By all means, we all know the Cold War isn't over. Fine, come here, you, you tit. Yes, I'm coming over. What what do you want? Be oh. careful, he's well trained. I'm well trained as well in the art of uh what is it like trained in? Minecraft. Again? Minecraft. Well child is holding a samovar. You look at this. Ah! Ah! Look at them go, Agent 7.2. I'm here, you! Come at you! No! They're hitting me with things. Oh! Agent uh, 3, give him some assistance! Um. Take this electric teaspoon and bludgeon oh, him with it. Thank oh, you, oh, thank you. Oh. Not, not you, me, you daft person. Hit your, ah. uh, he stabs him in the chest and then he presses the button to switch it on and it fries him to the bone. <laughs> Wonderful work. I should come up with some sort of witty quirk, but I didn't really have the time to work it out. I was trying to do the same. I was thinking, MI5 murder in five seconds? It really doesn't work at all. I, I Luckily, get... jokes aren't our, <laughs> what we're paid <laughs> we, to we, do. We, that's what no, we do. MI6 are far funnier than us, aren't they? they? Are, yes. a- Agent 3, call the NHS, tell them Nottingham's diabetes uh, uh, epidemic is, is not an accident. It was Put there by the Russians and their dastardly sugar. Yes, Agent Seven Point Two. Yes, you need to head up to um, the location of the shrine in Nottingham and inform all doggers in the area that what they're doing is technically treason. Right, you are. Thank you, and um, you. Yes, sir. I'll meet you in my chambers in five. Yes, sir. (laughs) That's enough of that. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to. K2K Radio uh, Are we ready for a bit of Show Me Yours? Suki and Luke, do you sure. want to show me yours? Alright, we need the appropriate jingle Do the jingle Alright Your comedy team go out and do comedy tours You're on my show, so now show me yours Awesome that was Mark Tyndall at the end of that saying awesome. Can we all say hello to Mark Tyndall, Hello, please? Mark Tyndall. Hello, hello Mark. Mark Tyndall. Very good. Um, so, this is the part of the rumbling mic man- manoeuvrings. If you hear maneuver, mo- if you hear weird noises, this mic, mic two, is being very, very... It's, um, it's quite aroused un- at the moment. It's going, it's going quite high. It keeps Every time popping its head up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It doesn't want to stay down. Because if I keep talking when it does it, it does that, which probably doesn't sound it's not not helpful it's not helpful at all try luke try and get that fixed so that there's no more noises throughout the rest of the show dim that mic yes dim that mic so this is the part of the show where we ask our guests to show us their shtick their gimmick their thing their their what they do um their show 
And Luke and Suki are part of a show called The Vault. Is that right? We are. Um, we are. Where does that play? Do you have a, a, a home turf or uh, do you travel we're, around we're, with it? Um, we're peripatetic. Oh, peripatetic. Ooh. What does that mean? Well, we're like supply teachers. We, oh. we visit venues okay. uh, where there's a gap in the bill. We fill the gap and then we move on. We move on to the next one. But we've been to uh, City and Pro. We've performed there. Uh, we've performed at C Three Question Mark and at the Miller. So um, very cool. Yeah. Friends of the show. Yeah. Um, so what's what is it? What's the vault for people who aren't aren't familiar? Well, interestingly, um, it it's, uh, it originates because we understand that MI Five they have a vault of secrets. And uh, the history we're taught in schools uh, isn't what really happened. Ah. What really happens is kept very, very secret. Guess where they keep those secrets. The, clue, the clue's in the title. In the, in Guess the where they've gone. You, you go first. Tupperware. N- not quite. Not quite. Not quite. Um, Alex, do you want to have a guess? Uh, is it like Ikea? Or? Uh, it's, not, it's not Ikea. No, not quite. No. Oh. Is, it, is it some Luke? sort of safe? Yes, yes, it is. Yeah. yes. You're getting yeah. warmer. Is it, warmer. Is it, like, is it low down on the ground? Yeah, yeah. Um, Keep going. Like a bunker. Like a bunker. Yes. Probably smaller. Oh, no, Safe House, the film with Denzel Washington and and Ryan Gosling. It's not in a film. This oh, is real. Wow. Oh, it's not a good. film. This is what they really do. It's the vault, isn't it? It's, it's the vault. That's what I go straight in there. So they say history is. Oh, that's written. why you're called the vault. All oh, right, sorry. They say history is written by the victor. Yeah. yeah but yeah. then there's another history that's written by whoever, but it's kept in this vault. Yeah, and that's what we bring to the surface, isn't it, Suki? Exactly. We reveal the truth behind the lies. Fantastic. We'll take any date or event in history and then what we'll show you is what really happened. And by the end, not only will you know what really happened, but you'll probably have worked out why it's all been covered up. Okay. Mm. Well, then, what are you going to do for us today, then, Luke and Suki? A flavour of the show. The show's a four-hander and it lasts about 50 minutes. It's like a long piece brought to life so flavor of the show so we thought so you know, thought we'd, we'd go back in time and do some improv um that might shed some light or some periods in history that people might want to know um more about we brought um we brought a history professor with us who, that's right um is prepared oh. to talk on uh, any period or, or and he's got a strange kind of deformity hasn't he yeah well you know <laughs> you know him better than i do because i understand you i, I noticed he's had Two heads Shit, on him. He has two heads. Yeah, yes. that's not normal. It's not. Well, that's. A... It is in his world. Yeah. Okay. To be fair, oh. yeah. from his perspective, when he lives like that, it's kind of normal. Yeah, don't judge. I'm don't sorry. Judge. You were judging Stephen Hawking earlier. Now you're judging this two-headed expert <laughs> or professor. It's unbelievable. I'm being really. Yeah, I'm being an, oh, I'm being an two, asshole today. Heads. What's wrong two with two you? I'm sorry. It's two heads and two mouths, so two slightly different voices. But it is the one mind. Mm-hmm. Mm. It is the one mind. And he's going to kick off with your yeah, first bit? I thought so. Yeah, we'd, if you just want to ask him some questions. Great. Um, sure. I've got. Um, do, do you want me to, to randomly select a period of history? Oh, yeah, please. Yeah, please if, you so. wanna, if you guys just want to say stop at any point. Stop, please. What are you doing? Okay, stop. <laughs> right, I've got uh, the year 800 uh, oh, AD, yeah. Wow. Early Middle Ages, towards the end of the early Middle Ages. Yeah. Um, 
We had the Abbasid Caliphate in the Middle East. Um, yeah, that's a barrel of laughs. The, uh, the Umayyad Caliphate in an uh, emirate in Spain. Uh, yeah. The Ghanaian Empire was kicking about. Yeah. In Germany, there was something called Charlemagne. Yeah, I thought so. Charlemagne, yeah. Charlemagne. Yeah. Charlemagne. Yeah. Yeah. Crowned Char- Emperor. Charlemagne. Yeah. yeah. Emperor of Europe. I think Charlemagne was in um, China. The Russian nation was founded by Vikings. Yeah. Oh. First Viking attack on England was just before. And Viking. New Zealand populated. So 800 AD. So much going on. Um, what 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 professor is your favorite? Because um, there was so much going on. So what's your speciality in this era? What 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 part of the world do you do you know most? My about? speciality is in Vikings. Oh, especially long shipped, blonde, beautiful men, tanned and horned. Wow, it seems like you do have interest in this. Um, I. Love them. Wow, okay, I can tell. We have a panel here of, of questioners. Um, you are looking much better than when I last saw you. Thank you. I did have jaundice when you last saw Well me. done. <laughs> yeah, it's cleared up now. Um, so out of our th- the th- panel here today, who do you think would make the best Viking and Him. why? That one in the middle. With the blue... Eyes and blonde moustache. His shoulders are big and strong. He's could. Yeah, he is. Um, well, uh, Vikings are always um, praised for their build, you know, their strength, their physical form. But what about the mind of the Viking? Mm. Vikings have minds that are quick and agile. They think. A lot. About things like gods and pillaging cats. Mm. Mm, yeah. <laughs> cats, yeah. They, uh, they, pillaging did cats. they ever come into contact with the ancient Egyptians? Is there, is there a cat connection there? Yes. They introduced each other. They <laughs> introduced one cat to the other and said meet me afterwards at the dish of whiskers <laughs> whiskers the, the the cat food whiskers of whiskers uh, the vikings are enthused by food because it's essential before i hand over to the panel um i just we didn't get your name professor what's your name my name is professor emmanuel stark wonderful um any questions uh, yes, uh, Manuel Stark. Hello, my name is uh, Henry. Hello. I, hello. I have um, a, a, a question about the pillaging cats. How, what did that involve? First, they have to find a cat. Then they steal it and bring about change by looking the other way. <laughs> How does that bring change? When you watch... Something it changes not much, mm. but if you look away, then it changes so much it is almost different. <laughs> almost, <laughs> but not quite different because it's still a cat, yes. But not the cat that you were starting with. Mm. Mm. Um, I guess that answers my question. Thank you. <laughs> Does 
Your question need an analysis. Henry? Uh, no, I think I'm fine, actually. Um, thank you very much, Pillaging Cats. Yeah. Any questions, I'm, Luke? I'm so uh, this, all this talk of cats and change when it's observed is, is, is uh, sort of getting at quantum theory here. So how much, considering the, uh, the, the recent movies of Thor, uh, how much did the Vikings know about quantum theory? Vikings knew more about quantum theory than they knew about Vikings. <laughs> they <laughs> know everything such as that about quantum. This doesn't necessarily make sense because they were really Danish. <laughs> and we don't understand Danish. No. So Not... is that one of your struggles in studying Vikings that you don't know the language? Yes. However, I have a study in the house called <laughs> House. I live in in my study. There is a au pair. She's from Denmark. And well, she translates for. Oh, <laughs> I get it. Um, okay, before we uh, leave you, Professor, thank you for coming. By the way, um, you know, I want your your best Viking um, highlight and your worst thing about Vikings. Something you love about Vikings, something you hate about them. Please, Vikings are so violent that they make me hard. <laughs> Mm. Do you have two heads down there as well? <laughs> How could you notice that when you're behind the screen? You <laughs> sexy monkey. <laughs> <laughs> this is my show. I have eyes everywhere, baby. Um, I'll chat to you in my chambers later too. Um, yep. Yeah, and your your worst thing about your worst thing they've ever done? The most shameful thing about oh, Vikings? They did something to. My cat. They pillaged him. <laughs> Your au pair. Times. Your au pair isn't a Viking. There aren't any Vikings today. Are you saying that Vikings still exist? Yes. There's I society of Vikings hiding in Kilburn. <gasps> right now. That's where we are. Well, what should we do to be prepared, to be, to be safe? Swim. Away! <laughs> yes. <laughs> Swim! Now! No! All right, let's jump in. Let's, yeah, let's, let's go, go, let's go. <laughs> Which way are we going? Oh, Viking Spears. <laughs> Professor's question time. We'll return next week at the same time. Um, and moving on to the vault part two. What do you have to present to us now? Luke and Suki. Oh, we um we have a little clip. Um, yeah, soap popes, soap popes, soap popes. Yeah, soap popes. You know, soap popes. It's yeah. like soap on a rope without the r. Oh, I thought it was the pope after he'd had a nice clean. <laughs> it's many oh, things. It, it's both those things. Soapy pope. It's soapy pope. It's soapy. It's hopeful soap. Let's hope for more soap pope. <laughs> it's it's a soapy pope. 
Yeah. It's one of his him. best tropes. Yeah, you can't. Is that grab he's covered him. in soap? You cannot grab him. That's no. for your That's why he doesn't need the bulletproof glass anymore. He's just he's the bullets bubbly. just go sling, oh, slide right off him. Love that. It's just something you say when you're bringing up a topic with the Pope. So poop. <laughs> so poop. Yeah. He's Argentinian, the Pope. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But, uh, uh, well, I was going to say, who cares? Obviously, obviously the Argentinians, Argentinians care. Yeah, yeah. I was just being a little parochial. Soap opera. Oh. Yeah. Ah, oh, oh, yeah, you brought in some oh, clips like of the soap opera. Yeah, because soap opera is, is a form that's been popular throughout all history, including uh, the 800s. So um, <laughs> we thought, uh, or um, we probably mined the 800s. To, oh, yeah. To, yeah, we could go anywhere. You uh, want to um, say stop? Yeah, okay. Stop. Stop now. Okay. Stop. I've stopped. In the name, name of, of love. improv. Um, yeah. 18, 1800. Oh. Okay, we have. <laughs> you seem excited about exactly that one. Exactly 1,000 years after 800. Yes, oh, that's I right. That. I love round figures. Um, it's a very small Towards table. the end of the Mughal de- dynasty in India, um, in the middle of the Qing dynasty in China, uh, also the Tokugawa dynasty in Japan, um, but more in Europe, we had the British Empire was in full throttle as was the Russian Empire. I've been going much longer than the British. Um, United States of America was formed in about that time, yeah. Uh, European colonization of South America. Do you need more? No, we're we're good. That's enough. a busy year. Yeah. 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 And there was a new (laughs) registration plate that came out as well for all the There was. It was H, wasn't it? It was H, you know. It was H. You're right, it was H. <laughs> yes. It was 1800. We got all, all Cockney. It standed for horse. Yeah. <laughs> horse one, horse two. two. It was H for quite a few years, wasn't it? Yeah. And Jesus' middle name, Jesus H. Christ. Yeah. That standard for the horse as well. Uh, little known fact. Really? Yeah. Jesus, Jesus horse, horse Christ. Christ. It's true. He upgraded from the donkeys. <laughs> yeah. He was sick of donkeys. <laughs> Traded up because he was, he was entrepreneurial. Yeah, he was. Hey, he was oh, there's one thing you could say about Jesus. He was an entrepreneur, for sure. Yeah. He was definitely a capitalist. Do you reckon? Ooh. Oh, that uh, explain, no, that one. Uh, explain that one. Explain that one. That's a spicy idea. Oh, it was a joke. It, it was a joke. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I see. <laughs> explain your joke, Luke. <laughs> well, I thought the fact that Jesus is always described as a humble person, to make him ta- yeah. to, to come up with a statement that's, that he was Yeah, a he bought one loaf of bread and then funny. sold it as 500 smaller. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's, that's what the H stood for, was humble. Was. He, he was the little... <laughs> Of the first century, <laughs> he, he was Galilee. he was out there selling selling cheap wine, yeah. <laughs> getting people drunk on water. Yeah. Don't go to Tesco for your wine. Come visit me, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, get some Jesus basics. <laughs> I've got fish fingers galore. <laughs> Ten p a pack. But that wasn't in the eighteen hundreds. But this was this right. Is. What was mm. our soap opera from eighteen hundreds? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I say, Henry. Uh, hello. Uh, Elizabeth. Henry. Yes. I know you've got to go overseas soon. To... I am going overseas. I've uh, I've polished off the pith helmet. I've uh, scabbarded my saber. I'm ready to uh, well to represent the empire abroad, Elizabeth. Oh, Henry, don't don't go don't go to the colonies. Don't you know what will happen if we're apart for too long? Oh, I can't bear it. It will uh, break up our tenuous marriage. That's, you know that uh, I always return to you. 
even though I may enjoy a dalliance. It's legal after 90 days at sea. Oh, Henry, I can't bear the idea of you and the sugarcane fields fumbling about with a dusky, passionate beauty. Tell me this time you'll be faithful to me. Well, I, I will be, because I'm going to Vienna. <laughs> so there won't be the temptation. I'm going, I'm going to Vienna. Well? On my way to Russia. I can't tell you where I'm going. It's a state secret. Oh, you were right. I'm going to the American colonies. You know me better than King... One of the Georges knows <laughs> the number that comes after his name, Elizabeth. Oh, Henry... I love the way you talk in riddles and use 85 words when probably three would have done. <laughs> Lord Henry, Lord Henry, your bags are all packed and your carriage awaits you, sir. Um, I did pack Lady Elizabeth's bags. Are you sure you, you don't want me, her to come? Oh, Henry, Henry, do you really mean it? Can I come along for the ride? Your first trip abroad. We're going... Uh, which carriage are we going in? The um, H, uh, H3. H3, 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 of course. H3. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait. I've never gone further than Balham. <laughs> Balham, you will be the talk of Washington. Oh, have you packed my bustle? Yes, I have. Uh, oh, Lord, I, I, I seriously have stuck my foot in it. I, I, I didn't realise Lady was standing right there. I, I'm sorry if I've ruined your holiday, Sarah. Well, it would have been wiser for you to dress before uh, entering the room, but um, <laughs> have you been working out? Uh, just uh, well, li lifting hay is hard work. Oh, it's certainly um, well, you're certainly ripped, as <laughs> they'll eventually say in the future. <laughs> Shall I tell the carriage driver that? No, just to you're stand ready. there, oh. posing like Michelangelo's Vitruvian Man. Thank you for <gasps> holding my handbag there. Oh, you're welcome, milady. Here you are. Well, uh, I understand that there'll be uh, <coughs> an ambassador coming from Britain and he's brought his lovely wife with him. Uh, it's the talk of uh, the capital. Well, I do wonder what fashion she might have brought over. Well, the British fashion, she'll be bringing tea, her crumpets, and leaving her sense of humour behind. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that right, um, Hicks from the Deep South? Well, it's absolutely right, sir. I don't, I don't know anything about this having that goddamn queen, but I tell you, it's so nice to have people from different places come over here and just entertain us, because we're simple folk. We don't have anything else. Why? Have we practiced the banjo solo for them, Peter? Well, have we, Peter? Uh, I don't know. Well, you got your banjo there. Let's get it out. Let's do a little song. Uh, we are known for our hospitality. Well, we cannot yeah. be anything less than entertaining for our guests. Is it tuned? <laughs> no. <laughs> Hang on, Mitty Hill. Isn't That's it, about right, yeah. Isn't it fantastic hearing music from a conjoined twin? <laughs> well, it certainly is. I don't know how they do it. Well, he does all the playing, and I just, like, tag along. <laughs> it's our little joke. Well. Yeah. Woo-hoo. <laughs> well, we're better crying. We're gonna have a queen here. We ain't seen nothing as royal yeah. as that. I don't know what to wear. 
maybe I'll find something in the back of my old man's ass. I could wear a poo on my head. I could go wear a poo on my head. The queen will like that. Look at that. I thought he didn't do a quiff. Uh, Charlene, and they say we aren't sophisticated over there in Europe. Well, we got sophistication coming out of our ear The British are coming! The British are coming! Why, look, here they come on an H3. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Whoa. <laughs> um, uh, uh, good evening, um, lady and... Gentle thing. Hello. This is shithead. <laughs> we get called that because of our appearance. Well, I bring fraternal greetings from across the Atlantic from the court of King George number. Well, we sure are pleased to have you here. And I've been hearing that you've been bringing your nice lady wife. I'd love to introduce my lovely Elizabeth, perhaps to an No, not to an eligible bachelor. That would be foolish. <laughs> but to a... Uh, Do uh, you not love her if you're trying to give her away like that? I thought... I thought I loved her, but this is the first time I've ever seen an American wench. My, he talks all funny, don't he? He talks like some sort of... I don't know what. It's weird. Yeah, he sure did, but he does. <laughs> yeah, you... Hmm. Me some very interested in uh, meeting a British lady. If it isn't um, Pocahontas, oh. his <laughs> uncle. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Benny Hontas. <laughs> Chief Benny Hontas is um, very interested um, in a meeting a pale lady. Hmm. Why? Hello, Sir Henry. It's me. Oh, Elizabeth. Uh, this is Benny Hontas. He um, owned America until recently when it was sort of taken away from him. My yeah. heart is um, in pieces. Um. Oh, Benny. But I've if never you... seen a man like you before. Oh. Do you like um, the feathers um, in my hair? Um? Oh, they're beautiful. You look better than a peacock. Oh, I, I, I said the C word. I, I do apologise. Oh, in um, my language, that um, means supple breasts. <laughs> Oh, funny you should mention that. I, I can twist mine like a balloon animal into a giraffe. Would you like to see? Oh, maybe yeah. we save this for Yertum. No, I'd like to see that. I mean, I, we're here. Sir Henry, I, I'm just going to go into this gentleman's yurt s simply to, you know, it, do hands across the sea and, and make sure that our two nations respect each other forevermore. Oh, you've taken to being abroad... Like a 19-year-old in Magaluf. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> yes, um, and with your permission, um, I would love to introduce her to this project I'm working on. I call it Roulette. Oh, Benny, what is that large wheel you're showing me? Come in to my yurtum and find out for yourself. Um, well, he talks funny as well. Yeah, he sure does. <laughs> Let um, me take you away from these savages. <gasps> Benny, I've never seen a yurtum before. Oh. It's, oh, you make me feel as light as a feather. Yes, um, we have the strength of a thousand fields of barley wheat. Cut to a close-up of his rippling chest. 
A bead of sweat drips past his gorgeous pink nipple. Oh, Benny, Benny. Oh, use him your ha- ha- handkerchief. It will, certainly I will. Oh, uh, uh, drop. Oh, Benny, I've never felt this way before. You're, you're giving me a tingling sensation in parts of my bustle I never knew I had. Shh. Spin the wheel. All right, Benny. Whichever number it lands on, I shall um, pick him, position him from Kama Sutra. Um. <laughs> Spin. Red 33. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. Uh, it reminds me of my youth in India. You know, the more I travel around the world, the more I realise we really are pretty much all the same Apart from that strange, freakish, two-headed hick over there. I think he means me. <laughs> me. <laughs> Both of us. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Pa. What? Hey, Pa. What now, you? I think this knob on my neck is going to grow to be a head just like yours. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someday you'll find out what that knob does. Are you proud of me, Daddy? I've never been so more proud than ever of anything ever since your sister or your mother, whichever one it was, same person. Yeah. Ever since she sold herself in church. Y'all want to sing a song for me? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I want to sing a song. I want to make you proud, Daddy. And every good show needs to end on a song. All right, blow that bottle, Daddy. This knob on my neck is going out of control I think I want to bury myself in a six-foot hole This knob on my neck is starting to speak And I think my sister and my mother are weak They sold themselves to the pastor He said it was for the good of God And I know that it's not He just wants to spread his load On my mother's chest And this is really getting depressing Father, tell me about my nub. Well, nub is something that you'll find out what it does later on. If you press it, your tongue comes out and your eyes roll back in your head. You will find yourself doing something else. I don't know the rest of the words of this song. I'm so sorry. I just you know, Elizabeth. You. <laughs> yes, Henry. Nothing is going to come of this country. I don't think so. Wow. How about that? Wonderful. Uh, thank you for bringing those clips in. Mm. I, um, was there any more to it? Well, there is, but, I, you know, that's, that's all for this week. But, oh, um, man. I, I really want to know what's what, going to happen what, next. What's yeah. coming yeah. next week? Is there, like, a trail or preview? <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is, actually. I'll just press play. Next week on The Vault Soap. Opera. Oh, uh, well, next week, um, uh, Henry, um, he does go to the sugarcane field and he renews his relationship um, with... Um, uh, with um, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. And... Yes. Lady Elizabeth is torn between Benny and her husband, Henry. She really doesn't know which way to turn. Only one of them gives her a rose. And don't forget that the muscular young servant has been left behind in charge of the estate in Gloucestershire. In which he comes to this horrible decision he has to make. 
His shoes are the wrong pair. Dun, dun, dun! dun! <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, has the vault got any more little gifts for us? Or you want to take a break? We got another little uh, vault oh, nugget? Well, you know, history is like infinite. I mean, it's just the biggest playground in the world. So um, we, uh, we could revisit another time. Yeah, we could absolutely. Let's do one more time period. Yeah, well, well, we're sure. very interested in love through the ages as well. So we could visit a couple. Oh. Uh, in a, in a different uh, in a different time, we had eight hundred, eighteen hundred. Why don't Someone... we do one of the years in between? Okay, I'll flick between the two. Someone say stop. Stop. Thirteen hundred and twenty three. Um, <laughs> sure. Um, uh, middle uh, towards the late second half of the Mongol Empire, the Yuan the dynasty in China. Um, Ethiopian Empire, Aztec civilization, and Inca civilization were in their prime they at were. this time. What's about Marco Polo there? Marco Polo in Venice. The inventor of the Polo oh, from mint. Venice. Yeah, yes. Marco Polo's travels was during this time. Mm. Did Marco Polo visit the Aztecs? He, well, technically no, but if you want him to. <laughs> Is it in the vault? That's well, the... I've got to tell you. Technically, no, but in the secret truth is that he, he did. did. Oh. He did. Oh. But there's a reason why he never wrote about it. It's a conspiracy. Yes. Well, yeah. shall we find out what the reason that might be? Yeah. So throughout this scene, um, the, pan the, the, the panel of questioners from the professor's uh, interview, they've mm. come back out of the water. Oh, they've, dried, they've dried themselves off. And we're going to yeah. shout out emotions. Yes. Yes. To yeah. add into the scene as you wish, which you will pick up and um, uh, 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 and swim with, and uh, yeah, and change yeah. your behaviour accordingly. We will. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay. Yeah. Take it away, guys. Your first emotion, neutral. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to many countries uh, around the world, but I have to say that here in Machu Picchu, this is one of the most beautiful night skies I've ever seen. Princess Ahwatakatepa. Yes, my country is beautiful. I have never seen a man who looked like you. You are taller than everyone in my land. Confusion. How did you grow to be so big? Big? I was not this big until I cast my size on you. I cast my size on you. <laughs> that is confusing. I'm casting my you... size on you now. How you like that? I'm an Italian lover. Machine. I'm an Italian I love a machine and you make me a big because you say a beautiful The way I'm you so lonely all my travels. By the way, I where am I? Because I thought I was going into China. Fear China, you say? Yes. Where is China? No. I do not hear of this. I do not know of this. You have nothing to fear about the China. Is it China. like a cup or is it like a land? What are you speaking of? It is a both. In China, they invented the toilet, which is a made of China. They invented the teacup, which is a made of China. And every day the problem is not to confuse the toilet with the teacup. You Overjoyed. Know you know a lot about this. Oh, my heart, it sings. And the way that you're casting your size on me and the sheet is going in a pyramid shape, it gives me an idea for Aztec architecture. Well, it's fantastic to hear, because we have a great architecture in Italy. You heard of Sistina Chapel? I have not heard of this. Okay, something else, maybe you heard of this. You heard of the, you heard of the, the Colosseum? 
Paranoia. What do you mean, the Colosseum? In my language, the Colosseum means death by bees. (laughs) Death by bees? Yes. You have a word, you have a a one word that means a death by bees. That is right, it is Colosseum. We like honey in my culture. Really? Yes, sweet things. But if you do bad things, naughty things, death by bee. Death by bee. It is why they take uh, the young uh, girl and put her to her at the top of the mountain and they uh, sacrifice her by uh, death by bee. That is correct. Lust. You know, looking down at your pyramid shape, it just makes me want to fall into your arms. Well, I look at you and I want to pollinate you. <laughs> I want to spread my seed like a flower in the field. Do you know that... Bees don't see in the normal colours. We only see seven, they see 23. To me, you look so multicoloured. You even make our numbers are sexy. My favourite number is a 69. Oh, my favourite number is four. Depression. Four? <laughs> ah. Depression. Oh, you mean <laughs> you're going to share me with that conjoined twin over there? Oh. There are four people in this relationship. When I said four, your pyramid, it, it disappeared. Now the sheet is flat. I used to live number four via Venezia. It remind me how much I miss the Italian people. I miss a, I miss a pizza. I Boredom. A, uh... Pizza schmizza. <laughs> Jealousy. Oh, who's it that, uh? King, the king of the Aztecs. Yes, I am his princess. You never told me. I thought the princess was like your first name, like a, you know, like a like like a prince who is the singer, but he's not a real prince. He a is prince. a real prince. Oh, How the, dare you? No, or the other car, the Austin princess. Of course, he's a prince. He has to be king. He's not a member of the royal family. You, you deliberate. You misleaded me. Well. I had to do something. You're so much more worldly than me with all your travels and your Italian architecture with the Colosseum and this Sistine Chapel of which you speak. Flattered. Well, uh, that's very nice of you to say. You make me feel proud of my nation, even though we don't pay taxes and we have uh, the mafia and we have uh, the priests that uh, they are the kiddie, uh, kiddie fiddlers. That's what you call them. So, but you make me proud to be Italian, even though we had like Mussolini and the fascists and the Borgias. What a shit a country Italy is. Rage! <laughs> yeah, I hate Italy! I'm staying here with you! How dare you be so nasty about your own nation! Whack, whack, whack! Oh, ah, ah. Ooh, I, I like that on the bottom. Love! <laughs> really? You like that? In that case, you and I could work together. But not here. Oh, I started acting and touching you on the radio. That was a little scary. It was a little creepy, wasn't it? It was creepy. It was also a bit of a wet fish hand. Yeah, yeah, I got a sweaty hand. It stroked me in a very strange way. Disgust. Oh, you sweaty. And I smell stinker garlic as well. Stinker garlic. It's not good. I have to leave now. I'm a travelling man anyway. I have to go to conquer another continent. Okay, bye! (laughs) Ciao! Ciao, Bella! Thank you very much, The Vault, for showing us yours. Um, We're going to take a really quick break and then we're going to be right back uh, with another half hour of Power Improv. For now, this is that handsome guy.
The city makes you lose that pretty face What's a girl like you doing in the shitty place? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Chris O'Dowd. You're listening to The Lil Show. What? <laughs> That's right. It still uh, that's sounds right. like he's in the day lock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just getting sucked out of an air. I love that. Um, we're here with the the vault, Suki and Luke from the vault. How we're you back. doing, guys? Good. Wonderful. Uh, and Luke Valvona's here as well. Yes. And my co-host Alex Siveroy. Yes. Amazing banjo playing, Luke. Yeah. Can we all just commend him on his yeah. on his skills? Yeah. All right, incredibly impressive seeing as it was on ukulele. Yeah, exactly. It was really, I was wondering how you were going to pull that off, and you did. Amazing. (laughs) I bought it. Uh, Time for a little thing we call Epic Saga. That's right, it's time for Epic Saga, the part of the show where um, <clears throat> we have our co-hosts continuing stories, their characters. Um, today we're going to be doing Simon Trilby, Alex's character. Yep. And uh, let's just catch everyone up on what's been happening, huh? Here we go. Previously on Epic Saga. Um, <laughs> Simon Trilby is a sweet shop owner, uh, worked in the countryside and... Uh, his uh, company, the Overlords, the Umbrella Company, uh, Billy Bonkers Sweets, formerly known as uh, Candy Sweet Tucks. Uh, they uh, were sent. Why do we have so many intricate details? Uh, they sent Simon Trilby around the world to discover candies and sweets and confectionaries around the world and bring the best back home for um, Candy Sweet Tucks, um, aka uh, yeah. Billy Bonkers Sweets, to expand their so product far, base. So far, he has found none. He hasn't really found anything. He he's found used any- a lot. Oh, he's used, he used a lot. bubble gum to help land a plane safely. He did. Crash landed a plane on Easter Island. Yes. Um, he almost got made into humbugs, but you watched an injured tramp get made into humbugs, right? <laughs> they were stirring him in a pot and he That's got melted right. down. That's yeah, that right. was pretty horrible. Yeah. And then you went on the road. You left New York. Uh, we, don't, we haven't covered how you went from Easter Island to New York. Uh, it, was, it was like a... Train. It's oh, all right. He took a train, um, uh, and he went on Route 66 and committed a murder. Yeah, it was, he done did a murder. It was either me or him. Uh, yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah, there was a couple of Jesus freaks, and uh, yeah, and now I, I'm on my way to Las Vegas to find Candy Jesus. Or yeah. were you just were you just humoring? Well, them? they told me about Candy Jesus. I think, I think they're delirious, though. Probably. You never know, though. Candy Jesus might. Pop Who off. knows? Um, but he's on his way to Las Vegas, and uh, so. Um, we kind of had a rule before that we weren't going to continue in the next location, but it seems to work with Trilby. <laughs> Hence why Easter Island turned into New York. Yeah, but then <laughs> yeah. that didn't make it really didn't. It was quite jolting. I found it. So I it think was. I like this. So Trilby is going to be like continuity is going to be important with Trilby. But Charles Pepet, his story has been jumping all over the place, and I think it suits him better. 
Um, would you okay. agree? Yep. Yeah, I agree. So we're going to start off in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. And we're going to start a scene. And Simon Trilby, you're going to find a reason to enter this scene. I will. Yeah. Um, so uh, the vault. We're going to yep. join you, of course. Yep. But our suggestion is Las Vegas. Hey, uh, lady. Yeah? Do you mind blowing on this? Uh, I think I need some luck. I can try, but I've never really been lucky. Last time I went to a horse race, a horseshoe fell on my head and knocked me out. They're meant to be lucky. That was lucky. Well, yeah, in the light of that, um, <laughs> you probably aren't the best candidate to, to blow on, on this. Sir, we're waiting for your roll. I can still blow and we can see. Maybe this will be a turning point. A croupier, the lady's going to blow me and then I'm, I'm going to roll my dice. As is expected here in Vegas. Oh, what happens yeah. in Vegas stays in Vegas, sir. Uh, blow it away. Blow away, my lady. I got a lot of puff. Here I go. <gasps> one eye, one eye, trouser snake eyes. Oh, six. <laughs> Is that lucky or not lucky? Six. <laughs> uh, we'll take your money there, sir. Uh, thank you. Oh, you really are unlucky. I... Yeah, I've been on the slot machines for 48 hours solid. And I've been so on the far... slot machines all weekend, and that's how I lost my money. Oh. I got nowhere to stay tonight. Oh, I'm seeing a vulnerable side in you. It's bringing out my maternal side. I like your maternal side. But, Can... uh, you staying here in the uh, in the, the golden uh, triangle of of of, of Kensal? I I can't afford here. I'm I'm you can't staying. Can't afford the golden triangle of Kensal. Where are you staying in Vegas? I'm staying at the Leaded Spoon. The Leaded Spoon? Yeah, it's it's just round the corner. It's, it's kind of like a, a a diner, except without a lot of food. Okay, let's get out of this casino before I'm drawn to more gambling. I God come damn on. it, blackjack! Come table. away! Come no, away! No, no, we gotta play blackjack. They move across and they move on to the next table, which is Blackjack, and the croupier welcomes them. Hello, sir. Tell him not to. Stop him. You've got to stop him. <laughs> oh, well, Ignore I... her. She's, she's living in the, um, in the leaded spoon. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, oh, Go take uh, oh, oh, real oh, estate oh. advice from, uh, from Sylvia here. Yeah. Hi the... there, ma'am, sir. Free drink, complimentary drink, complimentary oh. drink. You are a steak for you, ma'am. Steak for you, sir. Enjoy. Well, in, in this case, may, maybe you should carry on. Well, we're free f uh, food and, and drink. I mean, what I, they, they must lose so much money on the booze. Um, everything. Uh, yeah, hit me. Uh, that's uh, blackjack, isn't it? Um, yeah. Can I hit you? Yeah, you blow on me. Well, hit me. Hit me for luck. <laughs> She's not there. God damn it, not there. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I've I'm got a lot of bet. It hurts there. Well, there's there's quite a lot of violence going on here. I'm I'm not quite happy about it. So uh, perhaps I should call in the manager. Hello, I'm the manager. How can I help? Oh, this 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 croupier wouldn't take uh, my money, and he was rude to my uh, my uh, new friend. New friend. Well, how was yeah. he rude to your new friend, sir? 
Well, well it was body language. What are they? Exactly. Wasn't, yeah, it was body language. He's, he's got an angry hip. Do you, you not notice the way yeah. his hip juts out in an angry kind of manner? Croupy, yeah, yeah. have you got an angry hit? Yeah. Oh, I can't really help the way my hip looks. It's... And that ear, his ears are kind of blasphemous as well. Yeah, they're, they're kind of blasphemous like, ears. One pokes out and the other one doesn't. They is very blasphemous here in Las Vegas. The camera zooms in on the back of this manager's um, collar and his label is sticking out from his T-shirt underneath and you can see handwritten, it says S. Trilby on it. Well, I guess, sir, you continue with your croupian. I'm going to just uh, watch you do it and see if you do it right. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll just carry on then. Could you not point your blasphemous ear at me? Because I'm a lover of Jesus. To me, Jesus is the sweetest little thing. If I saw him, I would just lick him like a lollipop. Lady, you're saying about Jesus. What do you know about Jesus there? Well, I know a fair amount. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is a friend of yours? That's right. He serves coffee at the leaded spoon. This what? conversation continues, but now we're in the back interrogation room of the casino, and the, the manager is talking. The manager, a.k.a. Trilby, is talking to this woman. But why did you bring me back here? Lady, I brought you back here so I could give you my true identity and tell you exactly why I'm here. You said something about a Jesus? That, that's right. He's, he's a friend of mine. So this Jesus is a friend of yours, and you say he's sweet? Oh, my God. He likes drip sweetness. Honestly, it, it, it's, it's kind of like a slug except more sugary. I see. Okay, okay. And, 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 and can, I, can, I, can I meet this uh, candy Jesus as you... Well, sure. But how do I know your intentions are good? Well, you see, my name is Simon Trilby. I've gone undercover. Trilby? Trilby You're kind of yes. like a hat. Exactly like the hat. I, I have... need to get mine blocked. What, your hat? Yeah. Why? The door flies open. Sylvia, Mr. Trilby. Hello. I take this is my break at the leaded cup. Oh. I am Jesus. Oh, I see, I see. Okay. I see you're going to meet him sooner than I thought. Well, that's quite interesting, isn't it? Am I early? I've, I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm on Pacific Coast time. No, no, you're Silly fine. me, I didn't change my watch when I, I flew Delta Airlines and we crossed a timeline. I'm s- sorry, it's still... Let's, no, Do I come back? Have I made no, 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 no. And we see that this uh, Jesus, um, it does look like the traditional image of Jesus, except he's striped red and white like a candy cane from head to toe. You appear to be perspiring some sort of glucose or something. It's amazing. I am diabetic. <laughs> nice of you to share that with everyone. Well... I'd like to think my health is the one thing I can keep private, given that everyone seems to know everything about me. Hello, Sylvia. Oh, hello. Have you got your insulin? I have my insulin. I'm using a patch because I'm scared of needles. No, he's just so giving. Scared of needles. I put up with nails for three days, but needles. (laughs) Not so much. Not so so much. Yeah, I. I got a fear of them too. Is it the thinness of the needle you don't like, or is it just the, the fact you have to stick yourself every day? Well, Trilby, you ask a wise question. I do. When I see a needle, I immediately want to know how many angels can dance on the. Oh no, that's a pin. Uh, <laughs> I'll, t- I'll accept that as a needle. Yes, I'll, I'll accept. I, I don't understand what you mean, Candy Jesus. What is your? What? Is, what? Why are you here? What is your goal? He's here to give cheap food to everybody. 
That's why they called him the little of Jesus's. Right. So that that you 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 what sort of food do you give? What 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 is it's it? It's sort of Mediterranean. It's it's like meze. It's very popular uh, now. That's okay. right. He um, he's so posh he leaves out the T from that one. I say Metze, but no, he says Meze. I, I would say Metze too. Me too. Well, I don't know why. Do you say potato or potato? I say potato. Oh. Yes, it's because I'm English and I, I pronounce every letter <laughs> correctly. Two security guards <laughs> burst in. Um, yes, um, Mr. Uh, Jones, Johnson, sir, uh, you, you buzzed. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. I did, I did buzz you. Um, I just wondered if you could... Is this uh, the perp? This is the perp. I was wondering if you could uh, take him to one side. Put him in the cell and take a sample of, of, of his sweat. Sure thing. Uh, all right, Stevenson, here we go. Tie him, tying him up, tying him up, tying him up. There's a bit of, yeah, I mean, Tied up. This yeah. way, you sticky guard. <laughs> so what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to sample his uh, glucose sweat and see if I can make something quite extraordinary out of it. Really? Like what? What are you planning to make? Well, my, I specialize in humbugs normally, but I think I might, might try some sort of lemon drop. A lemon drop? Yeah, that's exotic, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. A Jesus lemon drop. I hope he doesn't mind all this forcefulness. I could have just asked him, but I decided to actually grab him. <sighs> Suddenly the ground opens up and out pops... Lemon drop Satan. <laughs> ah, speak of the devil. It is I. Who, who are you? It is I, Lemon drop Satan. <laughs> lemon drop Satan. Well, that is quite a quite a horrible coincidence. That's horrible. I I I, I came to see my friend Jesus. I thought I'd go and tempt him a bit. Well, he's just been taken away. I I could. Can I sample you? But. I, I don't see that. Why not? <laughs> Would you like to sample uh, lemon drop juice, uh, Satan? I, I don't know. I'm going to see if he can tempt me. Go ahead. Go on. Have a taste. <laughs> oh, my God. He's quite persuasive, isn't he? Yes, he is. His muscles flex and beads <sighs> of sweat glisten on his yes. forehead. Go on, just... Just have a lick of that nipple there. Suddenly inbursts unlucky Mike. Uh, don't do it, Sylvia. Don't fall for temptation. One thing I've learned in Vegas is I've been tempted too often. And Oh, yes, no, unlucky don't. Mike. I've tempted you. Lemon drop Satan. Yes. Just like you on the posters, on the billboards. That's right. You've seen my name in lights. I must have missed those billboards on the way in. <laughs> Didn't you recognize him, Trilby? Not really, no. It, That's he's... because the billboard's are really high up, and you're obviously you I, walk, I, I'm, looking I, down. I, I do, I do. I'm not, I'm not exactly the most observant man, but yeah. We cut to a, a church, a Las Vegas church, and, and Sylvia and Unlucky Mike are being married with with uh, a lemon drop Satan officiating the marriage. I now pronounce you man and wife. In this incredibly satanic service. What was that boing? What did that represent? The Las Vegas bong is is a is a is a tradition in Las Vegas, Sylvia. What what tradition are you talking about, Mike? Elvis at the end of each concert would always finish. 
with a bong. He'd smoke, he'd smoke a bong. And as they talk, um, we see Trilby scraping a sample off of uh, Lemon Drop Satan's back while he's watching over the marriage. And he opens up his jacket. Um, he puts the scrapings into a vial and puts that vial in the inside pocket of his jacket where we see another vial in there and it says Candy Jesus sample on it. Too. Well, thank you very much, Lemon Drop Jesus. And uh, I, I didn't go too low down, did I, in your back? Oh, no, that was perfect. And it's Lemon Drop Satan. Oh, yes, sorry, I forgot. Yes. You, don't you, don't you, get us confused. I'm, sorry. I, I, I'm Candy Stripe Jesus. Oh, yes, that's right. You, you can go down from... for as long, uh, as much as you like. Fair enough. I will, I, I will sample you all. You, you'll find the taste of Candy Jesus very humble, whereas the taste of Lemon Drop Satan is uh, electric. <laughs> and then before they part ways, um, Lemon Drop Satan likes Trilby so much that he decides to give him a superpower. Here you go. Here you go, Simon Trilby. You will now be able to (laughs) hypnotize vegetables. Oh, my God, what a great power. That should be very useful, I I hope. I was really hoping we'd be able to get something we could use next week, but I guess not. Um, (laughs) Will... Jesus and Satan form the greatest sweet creations we've ever heard. Who cares? Uh, is Las Vegas <laughs> the true place where Candy Jesus lives, or was that all a hoax? Are casinos, are, is gambling good for you, or is it a horrible disease that feeds on the addictions of the poor? Um, we'll find out all this and more next time on Epic Saga. That's enough of that. Okay, uh, let's quickly move on to our last segment. Um, we're going to do a little thing called Movies, Movies, Movies. That's right, it's time for Movies, Movies, Movies. A very quick edition of, of it. Um, uh, if um, a couple people need to leave... Actually, yeah. I'll tell you what. Let's have some fun with this. Um, the Vault, have you got any plugs for us? Uh, please give us any Twitter handles, Facebook pages, or dates coming up before we get this movies on the go. Because I have a feeling you two might get killed suddenly in the first <laughs> half of this film. We, we may not. Yeah, we may not. We have a show at the... Um, Horse and Stables on Westminster Bridge Road in Waterloo. Mm-hmm. Lovely Waterloo celebrates the Battle of 1815. That's a very vault type thing to say. That's good. Uh, that's on Thursday, the 24th of September. Suki and I will be there. That's splendid. And we'll be vaulting uh, at City Impro, the Water Poets, on Sunday, the 18th of October. As nice. Well. Has the vault got a Facebook page or something? We don't have a, a Facebook. We are as secret. Uh, ah. as, as the histories, but you can find me, uh, Luke Sorber. That's me, and I, you know, I put my stuff on on my page. Very and, cool. Uh, anything mm. I'm up to with Suki, I will uh, draw attention to. You can come find us, and we'd love to have anyone along. Well, thank nice. you very much for coming, Luke. It's been a pleasure, and Suki. Thank you. Thank Any you. plugs? 
Oh, any plugs? Yeah. I, I have a, a show, but we've not mentioned it yet. But we could begin right here. Yeah, the guest do it. Speaker, speaker, which <gasps> is yes, um, show, yeah. a, a show where people have to improvise solo. Mm. Uh, and I have just yesterday booked three more in at the Miller Pub in London Bridge on December 1st, 8th and 15th. Awesome. Nice. Nice. Uh, any idea of any of who the guests might be, or, or just like a quick kind of slattering of guest names who, who who's been on well, before, I, who's coming on? I, who I've had in the past, I've had uh, loads of people, but on my first show, I have the lovely Mr. Paul Merton joining me, um, and hopefully Lee Simpson and one other TBC. And because I only started booking this yesterday, that's as far as I've got so far. <laughs> but uh, I've had all sorts of people come and join me and really great people. So it should I be a I saw fun that thing. show in Edinburgh. It was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, guest thanks. speaker always has the best guests on it. And um, you're always assured of great time. We're going to watch that show. I really recommend it. Um, and um, it's a unique format. What I really love about improv is when people just do unique formats and, and experiment with it. Because... Um, we see the same format over and over and over again. So when people do something new, it just stands out so well. And uh, thank you for coming down, Suki. Really appreciate having you here. You thank too, Luke. Thank you for having um, What about me? And you, Luke Valvona, yeah. But you're not going to... Actually, I might kill you off as well. But uh, <laughs> we're not going to kill you off quite so soon in this film. So I've got a list in front of me. The top 100, this is movies, 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 where we're going to find a movie on the internet randomly. And I'll read the synopsis of that movie. And then we're going to improvise a short version of that film. And I've got in front of me the top 100 spy movies because we had a bit of spy play earlier. And um, if uh, Suki Webster, if you would be kind enough to give me a number between one and 100. Three. Going near the top. Oh, okay. yeah. That'll teach you if you're going near the bottom. I'd, I'd already scrolled all the way to the bottom. Oh. <laughs> okay, this is 1998's The Avengers. Okay. Um, number three. Yeah, it's that number three in the list. Um <laughs> Written by Sidney Newman and Don McPherson, directed by Jeremiah Cheshik. I only say these names because I have to apologise for what we're about to do to your film. No, no don't apologise to them for the Avengers. They should apologise for us. <laughs> Why is it number three on this list? I have no idea. Yeah, but the, ev- the original Avengers was cool. It was yeah, good. It was, it was good. But that the, is the film It's a mess. Okay, here's our here's our storyline. Here's a. Um, was that the Avengers? Uh, this is the event. I'll read the synopsis over this. British Ministry agent John Steed, under direction from Mother, investigates a diabolical plot by arch villain Sir August de Winter to rule the world with his weather control machine. Steed investigates the beautiful Doctor. Mrs. Emma Peel, the only suspect, but simultaneously falls for her and joins forces with her to combat Sir August. We got that? Yeah. Um, maybe... Um, Hello, Mother. Hello. How are you? I'm very well. That last mission was... A sticky mess, but uh, I got out of it. Yes, but you enjoyed it, didn't you? Yes, I did, and I've got my bowler out. It survived. Yes, and your umbrella. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Hello, John. It's me, Father. Oh, Father. So, wherever your mother goes, 
I I go too. Yes, it's it. It's but of course, I only take orders from Mother. Yeah, she already listened to me. Well, I take orders from her too. But it, bossy, bossy. But, the Boss thing is, bint. the thing is, though, if I say no, you say so. you're always going to ask him, which is you know, usual. Well, Mother, you don't always give me what I want. Yeah. Well, you've got a mission for me? Well, yes, I have. Speak to your father. Oh. Yes. Yes, um, father. Yeah, it's, um, it's August, um, it's August, September. Uh-huh. Is, um, he's got a weather machine. <gasps> It's a machine. What, a machine that controls the weather? Yes! Oh, you're ahead of me. Well, of course, you say weather machine. That's the first thought that comes to my head. Well, you're the spy and I'm just your silly old dad. You trained me, Father. You trained me. I did, didn't I? Yes, you did. I've forgotten. It's dementia. I'm very old. I'm sorry to hear. He is very old. I'm very old. Your tea's getting cold, by the way. Oh, I'd forgotten that as well. Here's a biscuit. Well, I've forgotten where this machine is. So... You'll have to find it. Oh. This mission would have been over in an instant if I could only remember where it was, but I can't. Oh. Follow well. these clues. Here's a brick, <laughs> some sugar, a bottle of milk. No, Father, that's for your tea. I brought <laughs> you those. Oh, Goodness God. gracious, your dementia is really out of control. Completely shot. Remember, you drink it out of half a brick. Remember that. Um, okay, Father, I, I won't let you down. Um, but have you got an actual clue for me? Yes, a real clue. Um, I've got this address. Sound effect of Russell, paper. Russell, Russell, Russell. Yes. There's a doctor called Peel. Dr. <laughs> Emma Peel. She sounds like the only suspect. Well, she's the only person I've, I've mentioned. Or have, did I mention other ones that I forgot? No, that's the only one you've mentioned. Old... Oh, August, September. Yes. Maybe the doctor works for him. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. That's why you're the spy uh, and I'm just a... You trained old... me, Father. You trained me. Did I? <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> I just completely <laughs> forgot. <laughs> I won't let you down. Mother, I've gotten my directions. Uh, fine, go. Please look after Father. He's truly, truly crazy. Yeah. Oh, hello. Nice to meet you. <laughs> yes, Crash! He jumps out of a window. Um, and, and a parachute's down with his umbrella. We cut to the secret laboratory of uh, August, uh, August September. September. <laughs> I've finally done it. I can control the weather. What do you think of that, e- Emma? Peel, Peel. Yes, I'm forgetful as well. Emma Peel, what what do you think of my weather control device? Oh, isn't it right nice? We can make it like Marbella. Yes. <laughs> oh, I need to top up my tan. Oh, yeah. Okay. If I press this. She presses the button and a, a lightning uh, bolt comes into the building and kills one of the helpers. Kills Emma Peel. Uh, it kills Emma Peel right in the head. Oh, bollocks! Ah! <laughs> oh, well, uh, that, that was short lived. Ah, but it's amazingly effective. <laughs> well, now to use. <laughs> Use my amazing weather powers to... mm, First, I think I'll create mild fog. We cut back to... We cut back to whatever his name was with the umbrella. Uh, He's uh, he's strolling down the street, John Steed, and um, he uh, calls a cab, uh, but not any old cab. He presses a button on a key ring, and a cab lifts up from from under the ground uh, and appears in front of him. Good evening, um, Johnsons. Hello. How are you, Johnsons? 
not, not bad. Uh, will, will you be taking this cab then, sir? Yes. Uh, Presumably that's why you called me up out of the ground. Yes, indeed. Take me to the laboratory of Dr. Emma Peel, please. Okay, I know the way. Oh, thank you. Oh, uh, oh South this, Kensington, right. This is quite a, quite a, a fog, isn't it? Hmm. Uh, this change in weather is rather suspicious, especially yes. as uh, August, September is working on a well, I, weather I'll, machine. I'll just drive very carefully and, and perhaps use the sat-nav. I'm sure we can get there eventually. Turn right at the next turning. Okay, and turning right. We there cut we to um, a laboratory, and um, Emma Peel is walking around doing various experiments, and um, every uh, she. But even though we just saw her die, um, however, we notice um, the camera zooms in on her neck, and we notice a barcode and a microchip sticking out the back of the neck. Um, and there's a knock on the door. Oh, it's someone at the door. We better go and get it. <coughs> Hello? Don't speak nice with me, Peel. I'm here to arrest you. Oh, huh. well, he's a kung fu master. Fata, patu. And Look then, at your moves. But Emma Peel also has equally good moves. Watch out. We see a 20 minute long action sequence. And then, um, it seems we're equally matched, Miss Peel. You do not fight well, don't you? But while I had you in that headlock, I noticed a microchip on your neck. Yeah, I got that from earlier. On an experiment. What cruel being did this to you? Uh, some fella. I didn't see his face. He was had me face down on the ground. It was August, September, admit it. Fine, it was August, September. You needn't work for such a cruel villain. Why? Look what he's done to you. You're nothing but a robot, Miss Peel. But I am not a robot. I'm a human being. <laughs> Look at this. And he holds a mirror up and shows her the microchip. Uh, oh, the microchip. Yes, he's tricked you, Emma. He killed you. He's replaced you with a, with a cyborg. But if I'm not me, who the hell am I? You're a poor victim, Emma. Let me help you. All Let right. me help you help me. Help. Let me help you help me help the world. All right, yeah, we'll see that. I'll just put me skin tight um, leather thing on. Yeah. Sir, I just... Uh, oh, Johnson. I've been moved on by a, a traffic warden. I just thought I'd let you know. I'm just going to circle around the block until you're finished, okay? Thank you, Johnsons. Okay. Uh, we'll so, be out very shortly. Have the car out front in two minutes. Yes, okay. See you soon. He seems nice. He is. He's the best driver in London. Mm. Emma. Yes? Miss Peel. What? Join me. Let's take down August, September and destroy his weather machine. Oh, let's go take him down. Anything we need to know. You know all the secrets, of course. Yeah, well, he is a bit partial to uh, to uh, opal fruits. So I think we should get in some of them. All right. He's got a nut allergy. I remember that. <gasps> that was in his nose. He's got a nut allergy. Okay. Wonderful. Uh, uh, excuse me, sir. Uh, I'm what sorry. are you still doing here? Well, I, I was just circling the block, but I've, I've accidentally uh, bumped into someone in, the, in all this fog. So um, I, I'm just going to sort of stand out the front and give my details. And... Uh, Johnson, you deal with that. We'll get our own transport. Okay. He's quite careless, isn't he? I've got a plan, Ooh. Emma. Oh, yeah. 20 minutes later. 
Oh, what? Right, yeah, right, I suppose so. I'm not Cut. sure about that middle bit about me doing a dance for you, but yeah. That was just for me, yes. Cut to wide shot of um, August, September's um, base. We see that it's inside a volcano, of course. And we zoom into the volcano, zoom in through a little porthole. And we see August September talking to his goons. <laughs> he laughs a lot, doesn't he, that guy? Shh. I like when he laughs. It means he's in a good mood. Uh, Quiet. Let me just press this button. Hold me fine. Yes, that's what you get when you laugh at me. I'm sorry. At my laughter. We were laughing with you, sir. What, what, what's uh, the plan, well, sir? You, well, uh, I'm sorry for electrocuting you then with the lightning. Is there a plan? Yes, of course there's a plan. I've got to know this plan before I, <laughs> before I do anything else. Well, now, because I control the weather. Oh, yeah? What I'm going to do is create... Make it sunny all the time so we can all have days at the beach. No, you fool. That would be, that would be a waste of such power. I don't know. What I'm going to do is I am going to use it to create... A permanent winter and hold Britain to ransom. <laughs> genius, sir, genius. That's kind of like the opposite of what I said. What's going on? Yes, yes basically, yes. <laughs> so, uh, let's get on with it then. I'll just turn this machine Smash! <laughs> uh, in fly, um, matey boy and Emma Peel. <laughs> matey boy. John Steed. No, it's the Avengers. You're right, it's the Avengers, but only the shit one, not the good one. Ha! <laughs> we're, for, we're the best Avengers you got. Well, I, and we're here to stop you, August, September. Emma Peel told me everything. Yeah, yeah, I told him about the nuts. Did, did you did you mention the lightning bolts? Uh, no, he's got lightning bolts. Oh, I just what? Lightning bolts? I'll just press this button ah! then. <laughs> And then as um, yes. Steed as Steed gets uh, bolted with lightning, um, he falls to the ground and a packet of opal fruits falls out of his pocket. No! And they fly through the air and unwrap in midair and land in the mouth of August, September. Yeah! August, September! My hair's got all frizzy, but I can tell you this... Those opal fruits are laced with nuts. Yes! Oh, it's so fruity. Oh. Ain't yet so nutty. Oh, my fatal nut allergy. <laughs> I'm swelling up. His oh. face swells and swells and swells. Ooh. And then Emma Peel walks over to the weather machine and Ooh. presses a few buttons and spins a dial. Beep, 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 beep. And then uh, suddenly, Ooh. suddenly Ooh. the air pressure starts to build and build and build and his swollen face can't quite take the pressure. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. it's a bit, <laughs> bit humid his in head, here, isn't it? His head explodes. Yeah. And all the goons start running at Emma Peel. Come ooh, here, ooh, you. Come here, you stupid <laughs> slave. <laughs> But Emma Peel whoops all their butts with her kung fu skills. And she sees John Steed lying on the ground, still incapacitated from the lightning bolt. Steed! Steed! Uh, Are you all right? Emma. What? Oh, I've opened my eyes now and I see that you've defeated September. Yeah, I did it all myself. You've defeated all those goons. Yeah. Oh, thank you. It's all right. Thank I'm you. here for, isn't it? I shall take you back to Mother and insist she makes you an official member of the Avengers. Excellent. Can you, stand, can you scan my barcode as well? See what it says. Oh, yeah, you're a robot. Yeah, just scan the barcode. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, unfortunately, we don't hire robots. 
Bloop. He pulls the microchip out of her neck. He takes the microchip, crushes it in his hand into powder, sprinkles it on the floor, lays some C4 around the premises, uh, and it starts counting down 30, 29, 28. And he walks out of the base. It all explodes behind him, and he doesn't turn around. He just keeps walking straight. And then uh, we hear the, the, the bloody theme song, in it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my, oh my, boys. Oh, yeah. Dumpstead uh, with the Avengers. What a good show, huh? Yeah, that was fun. That was fun, guys. Wasn't it? Yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah, uh, Lucas, yeah. Luke Corby and, and mm. Suki Webster in yeah. the bloody K2K Studios. Are you happy to love? How about that? Yeah, happy. Yeah, very happy. Good. I'm so glad they came. Yeah, um, good show. In case you're listening to this, Luke and Suki, uh, thank you, thank you very much for coming down. Um, yes. means a lot. And uh, we had such a great show. But every little show is great. Um, you know, as I said last week, we have the most uh, experienced and well-known people in the studio, and we have people who've never been heard of, and we always have a freaking banger with them. We have a good time. That's the whole point of the Lil Show, is to celebrate improv. Yes. And today we did some amazing improv. Luke, Alex, any final words before we leave? Uh, pasta. Some, anything to promote? Um, yeah, I'm going to promote... Uh, I'm, You're I'm, not going to waste your final word. No, I'm going to waste mine. <laughs> tomorrow night I'm doing... Uh, I, I say tomorrow night. Someone might be listening live. I don't know. I'm doing um, a tour uh, with the City Impro guys Just again. Just stop. There's no one listening live. <sighs> yeah. Well, We had a couple earlier, but <laughs> since the, Luke and, and... In the past, Suki I did left. a tour with City Impro tomorrow, tomorrow night, Saturday night. Uh, a murder mystery tour around London. Please look up City Impro's bullshit tours. They are amazing. Yep. Uh, and cityimpro.com, so uh, which is great. Also, um, on the first Tuesday, uh, 6th of October, I believe. 6th of October. Bread and Roses in Clapham. Um, you get the chance star. to see myself, Talal, and Luke Valvona do, yeah. do some goddamn improv yeah. in uh, the Bread and Roses in Clapham. Goddamn. Yeah, improv. 6th of October. A couple of other guys, uh, Tom Jacob Yules, who's a regular one here, and Amazing. a man called Lee Brace, who I haven't met Amazing. yet, and I'm good friends with Facebook on already. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's going to be fun. It's going to be a Have super you sent him group. a dick pic? Not yet. Okay, that's the next stage. I sent a picture of my vagina. <laughs> um, but no, we're going to... Um, yeah, was Emma sleeping when you y- did that? Y- no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My ass, really, but it's the same thing. Um, but yeah, we're going to be doing that. It's uh, it's going to be great. It's just going to be two hours of us doing like a super group type short form game. It's going to be so much fun. I'm so looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Man. That's gonna I'm going gonna, gonna to plug some stand-up I'm doing at mm. the Leicester Square Theatre uh, on the 5th and 16th of October. Uh, they're both different competitions that I'm doing. Yeah, please uh, go and support Luke and vote for him. How long do you get, Luke? Uh, well, that's the difficulty. One of them is five minutes, one of them is four minutes, Ooh. and there I'm entering another one <laughs> next which year, is which three is minutes. six minutes. Oh. Six minutes. <laughs> they're okay. all different lengths, so I have to do different are you, are you sets. Just gonna do the five show, yeah. Are you just going to do the five-minute show quicker or the four-minute yeah, show? Yeah, probably. Then drag it out a bit on the super <laughs> yeah, That's my um, recommendation. Please, 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 please um, follow me and Luke, our, our band, on Twitter. We're at Panicky Tack. Mm. Uh, follow The Lil Show on Twitter, at The Lil Show. And um, just love each other, please, everybody. Big love. Aww. For our final song, we're going to play 
um, crowded house weather with you. Oh, it's because of the weather machine. Uh, everywhere oh, you go, beautiful. Song. You always take the weather, and this song also is dedicated to my dad. Um, I love you all. Thank you for listening. I've been Talal Karkuti. I'm not going to spell that for you. We'll see you next week where my co-host will be Luke Valvona and we'll have some very special guests. Um, yeah. See you then, folks. Say goodbye, guys. Goodbye, Bye-bye, guys. This is Kilburn to Cancel Radio. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.